0: More than 35 million prior authorization requests were sent to Medicare Advantage plans in 2021, according to a new study. Some health experts are calling for the FDA to review its accelerated approval process for Alzheimer's drugs, and states are investigating changing scope of practice laws to ease current healthcare staffing woes. It's Tuesday, February 7th. I'm Jay Carlyle Larson, and this is GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. More than 35 million prior authorization requests were sent to Medicare Advantage plans on behalf of enrollees in 2021, according to new analysis from the Kaiser Family Foundation. Of those, 33.2 million were found to be fully favorable, which means that the service or item requested was covered in full. However, roughly 2 million, or 6 percent of the total, were denied in full or in part. Of those denied requests, only 11 percent were appealed. While that percentage overall is small, KFF found that of those appeal decisions, insurers overturned more than 80 percent of the initial denial decisions when they were reconsidered. Kaiser Permanente and CVS's Aetna plans each denied about 12 percent of prior authorization requests, followed by Centene at 9 percent and United Healthcare at 8 percent. KFF also found that prior authorization requests are more common amongst specific MA insurers The top three include Anthem with 2.9 requests per enrollee, Humana at 2.8 and Centene at 2.6. Prior authorizations are a hot button issue in the healthcare industry. Insurance groups argue that prior authorization is necessary to make sure beneficiaries are not receiving unnecessary or low quality care. On the other hand, physicians and other healthcare providers have long argued that the prior authorization process is unduly burdensome and leads to delays in patient care. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services issued a proposed rule in December that would require Require pairs to improve electronic prior authorization processes, increase transparency when it comes to denials, and shortens the time frame for decisions. More seniors are choosing Medicare Advantage plans over traditional Medicare. It's estimated that nearly 45 percent of eligible Medicare beneficiaries enrolled in MA plans last year, and that share is expected to rise to more than 50 percent by 2025. More physicians and medical advocacy groups are calling on the Food and Drug Administration to be more transparent about its accelerated approval process for medical treatments, including therapies for Alzheimer's drugs. Following the accelerated approval of Biogen and Esai's Lacanamab, sold under the brand name Lakembi, in early January, the advocacy group Doctors for America called on the FDA to commit to holding an advisory meeting before granting the drug full approval. The group cites, a piece by Science that found that there could be at least three deaths tied to the drug during clinical trials. Previously, in a phase three clinical trial, lecanemab was found to reduce cognitive and functional decline by around 27 percent, according to data published in the New England Journal of Medicine in November. The study also found some adverse effects from the drug. 14 percent of those receiving it experienced side effects, including swelling of the brain or brain bleeding. Doctors for America wrote in that statement that the FDA and its advisory group should consider whether Lakembi shows evidence of harm that outweigh its benefits in light of the deaths reported and whether the clinical trials are adequately representative of the patients who may receive the therapy. ESI announced on Monday that Lakembi received its first prescription on January 23rd and was first administered on February 3rd. The FDA has faced scrutiny for its 2021 accelerated approval of another anti-amyloid monoclonal antibody treatment, Aducanumab, better known under the brand name Adjahelm. As previously reported on the podcast, a congressional probe found that the approval process for Adjahelm was rife with irregularities and showed atypical collaboration with the drugs manufacturer Biogen. The FDA declined to grant accelerated approval for Eli Lilly's Alzheimer's anti-amyloid treatment, Donanemab in January. There's a race against the clock to find a treatment that can either slow or reverse the neurodegenerative disease. An estimated 6.5 million seniors in the U.S. have Alzheimer's, and that's expected to grow to 12.7 million people 65 years or older by 2050. Alzheimer's is the fifth leading cause of death among U.S. seniors. More states are looking for new solutions to address ongoing staffing shortages in the healthcare industry. Among the potential changes are reassessing licensing compacts and scope of practice laws. When it comes to staffing shortages, for example, it's expected that the United States will see a drop in the number of registered nurses by 2030, with some projections estimating that the U.S. could have a deficit of more than 900,000 RNs. Some states are considering joining interstate compacts in order to allow registered nurses and other healthcare providers more flexibility to practice in participating states without having to get additional licenses, New York could become the latest state to join the Interstate Medical Licensure Compact and the Nurse Licensure Compact, which establishes licensing reciprocity with other states. Nevada, too, could join the Nurse Licensure Compact with support from state nursing associations. Moreover, some states are looking to iron out scope of practice laws that that can limit healthcare providers' ability to administer patient care autonomously. Legislation passed last April in New York allows nurse practitioners to practice without physician oversight. Last November, California began gradually implementing a change that will allow NPs to practice without physician supervision as well. Massachusetts also expanded the independent practice of physician's assistance in legislation signed into law in January 2022.